Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're about to bring on Altamese Nicole, and she's going to be talking about branding and how to get your message out there, how to build your platform, how to impact more people, especially for you, the small business owner, small business leader, entrepreneur. She is going to go deep, and this woman is a powerhouse, so definitely want to stay tuned throughout this interview. Before we go into that, that awesome introduction with her, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to become your greatest possible self, for plugging in to this message, for plugging into the sources of inspiration, encouragement, for connecting with people like Altamese, who's about to come on, for having coaches, for going to live events, for doing everything that you do, just the habits, the daily disciplines, the moment-by-moment choice to become your greatest possible self. Thank you for choosing wisely and just keep showing up. That's all, all you can ask of yourself. Every time you, you do things right, give yourself a pat on the back. If you fall off the track, get back on and keep moving forward, okay? Next up is the iTunes review of the week. Let's see who it's by this week. I think it is dblue702. dblue702 says, awesome podcast. Chris is one of the most passionate and driven people I know. His show is a must listen. dblue702, thank you so much for that review. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream personal development marathon and podcast, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store and you can find us like that. Thank you so much in advance for doing that and uh, let us know what you love, what you want to see more of and how we can improve the show for you. I love that feedback. Okay. I'm going to introduce Altamese in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be some hot marketing, branding, positioning, PR tips that's going to light your business on fire and in such a good way. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, definitely. So make sure you stay tuned all the way through till the end of the interview because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Let's introduce Miss Altamese. With over 11 years of experience in public relations, marketing, and social media, Altamese is the CEO, digital brand strategist, and publicist of Altamese Nicole Enterprise. Embracing the reality that one approach doesn't fit all, her relational techniques to solving client needs brings bold authenticity to the forefront of brand storytelling. Altamese has worked with reputable global brands, including CNN, HLN, Cartoon Network, Boomerang, Adult Swim, Church's Chicken, Sutter Home Wines, and more. She's the author of Brandicity, The Power of Branding Through Authenticity, which is the first of many endeavors toward building a legacy for her family. You can always find her near the beach with her loving husband, rambunctious miniature schnauzer, and her one-year-old 
daughter. And we're blessed to have her here today. We're going to rock the house. Altamese, we are bringing the heat. Are we not Are we not bringing this 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 massive, great energy for our tribe today? Let's do it. Yes, do it. yes. Do and it. I am so excited. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. We're going to dive right into the theme of today, which is a foundation of faith. So Altamese, what does that mean for you, a foundation of faith? Oh, man. So, Chris, that that really means a lot to me personally, because um, faith is remembering that my source isn't people and it isn't me. Um, I was recently laid off um, from my corporate America job in uh, February of last year. And I still remember like getting that news that my position was being eliminated. And that whole process, it really showed me that you know, it's one thing to say that God is your source. Mm. It's another thing to actually believe it. <laughs> to live it. To live yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and to live it. You know what I mean? Like, so I really, like, I'm so grateful yeah. for that unexpected curveball, pretty yeah. much. Um, because it really showed me what it is to live in faith mm. and to to really have a source that's greater beyond the things that we can touch and feel and and the people around us, hmm. when you have that level of faith, it's really, that's unshakable. You're unstoppable. There's nothing that can, that can keep you from your goal. Hmm. <sighs> Music to my, my, yes. my ears. I love it. It's I love good, it. right? It's yes. like, I have a mentor and she calls it yummy. It's yummy. Yes, it is so <laughs> yummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's yummy. Like it just makes you want to go. Mm -hmm. yes. So yeah, I'm. Yes. That's what it means to me. That's that's so powerful. And I love it because it's it's really allowed you to be able to influence so many more like entrepreneurs and people who are building yes. their own brands. And you know, when when we think about legacy, which is what is in your intro, I know it's an important part for your life, mine as well. Um, we want to empower as many leaders, as many business leaders, leaders in our community, leaders in our family, whatever, whatever kind of leader you want to be, yeah. doesn't matter to me. But if you are leading, you're influencing and serving and impacting the people around you. And when we can empower those leaders and empower more and more of those leaders to go impact other leaders and other great people, that's that's when we truly start building that legacy. And I see that you're you're doing that, Altamese. Oh, thank you, thank you. And so are you. I, you. I'm so proud of you. I'm honored to share this space with you. You're amazing. I <laughs> just, just wanted to tell you, if, if you forgot, <laughs> you're awesome. So just thank you for all that you're doing. This is an amazing platform. Thank you, thank you. I, I received that and I own it. Thank you. And uh, we are here. We're going to dive even more into your journey because yeah. what you're doing today is awesome. And we want to hear how you got to where we are because you're you're kicking butt with brands. You're helping people get their message out. But I know you did that in the corporate environment first. So tell us about your your corporate journey, because I think that's a really big part of your story. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's it's funny. Everything truly does happen for a reason. Even the even those moments when it's not working out how we think it's supposed to work out. Hindsight 2020 mm -hmm. is beautiful because you start to see the pieces of the puzzle mm -hmm. that when you're in that moment, you don't see them, but then they start to unfold as you go through the journey. So I actually 
um, knew I was going to work at Cartoon Network before I got to Cartoon Network. Um, I went to VCU and I had a professor, I think he just had this love relationship with Turner. So he really talked about, you know, the case studies and best practices that the the organization had. And I went back to my friend's dorm room and I did research and I was just looking, trying to figure out like, you know, what was my next move? I was about to graduate. I knew I needed a job, but I wanted something that was more than just a job. And I can still remember sitting on the floor and the laptop was in front of me and I saw the portfolio of brands for Turner. And I saw that it had Time Warner and I saw that it had Peachtree TV. It had Mm. TBS. And then I saw Cartoon Network and I was like, oh, like literally I was like, that's it. That's it. That's where I want to go. And so like senior year, um, instead of going to like Cancun or something like that, I went to Atlanta. I had an interview with Radio Disney. I locked in a part time job there. And then I went and looked at apartments, reserved an apartment before I had a full time job. It's insane. It's insane thinking about it now. Got all of that done. Graduated. Three weeks later, my mom had a U-Haul truck and it was me and three friends in my car. And we drove from Richmond to Atlanta. And we got to Atlanta at five o'clock in the morning. They moved me in and it literally took, I graduated May 19th, 2007. My start date with Turner was May 19th, 2008. Mm. Wow. It took one year to get in and I and that was CNN it wasn't even Cartoon Network so I was like okay well this is great this is awesome but I want Cartoon Network (laughs) yeah so I kept going and I you know in that process I had the hugest stack of resumes of applications and jobs that I got turned down from wow Um, and all it took was that one yes Mm. to get to Cartoon Network and I got in five years later. So I worked at CNN and HLN and worked my way up. And by the time I got to Cartoon Network, it was five years from when I moved to Atlanta to get that job. Wow. So I want to I dive into it's almost like this knowingness that you're going to get Cartoon Network, right? And I yeah. think a lot of people can can struggle with that, whatever their goal is, whatever their dream is, whatever they aspire to. Some people are laser focused, like I'm going for it, I'm getting it. And they do, and they get it because they know they're yeah. going to get it like you. And some people it's really fast. Some people it takes a long time. I know that there's also a group out there who might not feel like they know what it is or like they're getting it and they're making that progress. Uh, was that something that you were raised with? Is that something that you, you correlate and uh, to something of, of upbringing? And how would you instruct people who may not have that yet? How would you, how would you invite them to discover that in themselves? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I live and breathe by the scripture that says, write the vision and make it plain. Mm. I, I am a strong, I write, I don't, I, I don't call them goals, <laughs> um, yeah. but they're, they are moments of truth where I'm like, okay, this is what I want. Mm. And I actually still have my binders. I did this in grade school and I would say, I want an A in this class and I want this and I want to do that. And that it felt so good to be able to check them off. Like it's, it's amazing what can happen when you write something down mm-hmm. and it's like the universe aligns with you and says, yep, let's do it. And it's not even a matter of like, 
um, forcing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you put your intention out in the earth and you say, this, this is what I want. And you surrender to the mm-hmm. process of getting there. And if there was one thing I would change about that journey, it would be uh, the worry. Because mm-hmm. I really worried. Like there was, there were moments where it was just like I wasted so much time, <laughs> honestly, just worrying about something that was inevitably going to happen. Yeah. So instead of enjoying the process, mm-hmm. enjoying the ride while I get there and just the scenery, embracing all of that, I was focused on like the when and the Mm -hmm. how. So after getting that job at Cartoon Network, it was like an aha moment for me. I was like, I have to stop worrying about things that I have no control over. Mm -hmm. And if I have a desire in my heart, it's placed there for a reason. So that means it's going to happen. So like, just let go, you know, like it's, it's, it's easier said than done for type yeah. A people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so much easier said than done. But there is so much peace in just saying, universe, this is what I want. I give it to you. Mm. And you go on and you just enjoy the journey along the way because it's going to happen. Yeah. And I think it's it's to really drive that home for people. It's a practice. It's a continual practice yeah. of that. Um, like you said, it's easier said, said than done. Okay. So what do we do to make it easy what was once difficult or feeling impossible or feeling like it's not working for us it's to repeat that you know if if i have something in my heart if it's been given to me then i know it's meant to happen or something even better i think that it's there's god has like three responses or, or something like that universe yes. god source creator whatever you say, whatever yes. you want to call it um it's either uh, yes here you go it's either not right now, right? So it's it's coming in the future, or I have something have even something better, better for you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So true. So, it. so true. And it's so crazy. I, I also want to highlight this here, yeah. where you when you're on your journey and you're mm-hmm. going through your process, expect that life will happen. Oh, yeah. So like... When you're in your purpose and your calling, that doesn't mean that life is going to be free of challenges and adversity. That does not mean that. It actually means quite the opposite. That means you're, if you're free of adversity, you are like knee deep in your comfort zone. <laughs> like You're like all up in the covers, like chilling, Netflix and chill. Like that's where you are. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But if you are in your purpose, like... Life is going to happen. So you have to start to expect that. And this idea of like, oh, do what makes you happy. No, Mm. do what makes your soul fulfilled. Even when you're not happy, Mm. like you're going to have those moments, those seasons where it's just going to be like, ugh. Mm. but know that you have foundation of faith, right? That foundation is going to keep you grounded. And then just stay the course because it ebbs and flows. It's going to get back up to where it's going to be good again. I love it. I love it all to me. So you went to Cartoon Network and then what was, was the journey like from there? I know at some point you got the news that, Hey, it's, it's time. The universe God was telling you it's time to do your own thing. How, how did that evolve? So we, okay. So know that, and and I'm speaking to the audience because I'm Chris, I know you know this already. God used people. Mm. God uses, everyone thinks of God as this like, untouchable 
thing. No, mm. he works. He's a spirit that works through people. And it's all about the relationships that we mm. have. And I had a mentor at Cartoon Network. She literally at random just pulled me in her office. I thought I was in trouble. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And she like sat me down and she said, I know you love Turner. I know you love it here. But in order for you to grow in your career, you have to leave. And she said, everyone here believes that the industry works this way. And it's not true. She said, so for you to grow as an individual, go. And she said, if you, if you come back, there's no harm, no foul. Like there's no rule saying you can't come back, but you may find some place that you love just as much as you love it here. And at first I was like, what? Is she crazy? I was like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not leaving, whatever. And literally it was like the universe put things in place to where it was like confirmation after confirmation after confirmation that it was time to go. And I, I left. <laughs> I left and I started working at YP, formerly known as Yellow Pages. Mm-hmm. Worked there for um, about a year and then actually went into staffing. Mm-hmm. and did marketing on the staffing side and then I went into the agency side and that's where you know it was a whole different beast and I got to work with Church's Chicken, Soda Home Wine, um, Elio's Pizza. It was absolutely amazing but that's what kind of expanded my brain on the possibilities of marketing and the fact that you know big brands they have all of this all of these resources yeah. and all of this, this information yeah. because of the budgets that yep. they have. Yep. And small business leaders, oftentimes they don't have those pieces because mm-hmm. they don't have those types of resources. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as I was going through the journey, I was like, man, the people who are really making an impact and changing the, the way we do life right now, are entrepreneurs. They're small business owners living their dream, doing the hustle every single day and literally touching people directly through their products or services. So I said, let me package all of this up and give them this information that I've learned directly from the industry. You know, I am not self-taught. I commend those who are. Um, I was taught directly from Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, (laughs) because we have the budget. So they were like, we're not messing this up. We're going to tell you exactly what you need to do so that you, so that way we both win because when your brand wins on our platform, we win. So I packaged all that up, created a book, wrote a book and, you know, decided, okay, let's, let's really dive into this side and the layoff from the creative agency, like just literally, I thought I was going to fall. I thought I was going to fall. And I realized like in the middle of the air, I was soaring. So it's all meant to be. I love it. So um, before we move on to, um, you wrote the book and you're soaring. I want to explain to people a little bit more about being a, a publicist, brand strategist, and the work that you did in those companies. Like, what what were the kind of skills that you developed? What were were the results? What was the daily activities? Let's give people an insight into what life looked like when you were still there working with those bigger corporations, especially having this like inside access and connection to people in companies like Facebook and Instagram, and and you know all these all these cool kind of inner conversations that most 
people would never get to experience because they just don't have that budget. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So PR, PR is relationship, Mm -hmm. relationship, relationship. So I've actually heard some people say, oh, I can totally do it myself. Absolutely, you can. Because it's literally just saying, hey, can you do placements here or there? But it takes time and it's relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it takes time and it takes relationship. And if it's not where your heart is mm. and that's not something that you love to do, mm. it could really, it, it's essentially going to become a distraction taking you away from the passion and the things that you love to do. So I learned very early um, in my career because it, I started out in PR first mm-hmm. um, that, you know, it's all about relationship, all about relationship. My mentor um, in the PR field, he worked on brands like a different world, the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. He, um, you know, helped launch Roseanne like the original, which is like, so the knowledge that he had, like I was just soaking it all in. (laughs) I was just soaking it all in. And then, you know, while I was learning from him, I learned the importance of follow-up. Yes. And yes, the importance of follow-up, regardless of how you feel about whatever the story is or um, if whatever that thing is that they're asking for, if it is challenging. To mm. um, follow up is the key. It, you will be amazed at how many deals get closed simply by that follow up email of, "Hey, I saw you didn't respond yet. Let me know how things are going." You know, yeah. And then from the marketing side, you know, it, it's so important to know your audience. Mm. I saw it like I just I saw a commercial or I think it was on Instagram or something. It was a video, and it was perfect. It was like this family (laughs) they were looking at their kid they made this uh cute little thing that goes over the crib that spins and they're like oh it's so cute we love it i know the baby loves it and then it has another shot of the baby and the baby's view is actually the butts of like (laughs) the animals and it was talking about the importance of knowing your audience like Mm. knowing the mindset knowing the tensions and being able to communicate to them how they want to be communicated to. Wow. Wow. That's that's so impactful to know, like, who are we impacting and how? You know, how how is this product service going to reach people? And it's like, that's what a, a brand is. Like, when, when people leave the advertisement, when they leave using your product, when they leave it, it's like, what are they saying about it with their friends, with their family? What are they thinking about it? Um, you know, it's like, when you leave the room, what are people saying about you? That's that's what I always think about when I think of yes. branding. It's like, what it, what is the impression that I leave on the people after I'm gone? What, what do they keep saying? You know? Yeah. And in, in marketing perception is reality. Mm. So to you, you may think, yes, my brand is doing this. My brand is doing that. That's what it is. The perception of your brand. That is the truth to the person and the audience consuming it. So it's so important to know, like, even even if you feel however you feel about perception and it being, you know, misconstrued, whatever. Yeah. Good, bad, is, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's the reality to yeah. the people you're trying to meet. Wow. And that's in relationships, too. You know, like our truth is our truth. Even if you don't agree, it's mm. still a truth of the person who's speaking it. Wow. 
ultimately this is this is gold. So that was I wanted to dive into that because I think it's it's really great to give people insight what it was like when you were in the corporate environment. Let's talk about um, your focus with small business owners and where where you feel like our time and energy really needs to know in terms of marketing ourselves more effectively and building a great brand. Like what's the foundation of that? Yeah, absolutely. So from my perspective, mm -hmm. what I've seen is I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs look to the left, they look to the right, and they say, well, this person's doing that, that person's doing that, so I should do, I should do something like this. Mm -hmm. And instead of being true to their own lane, mm -hmm. there's over 6 billion people in this world. Mm -hmm. Your competitors have their own lane, just like you do, and it's very possible that all of you can succeed and, you know, all be millionaires mm -hmm. <laughs> and all touch the right people. So it's so important to, to be grounded in your own mission, your own vision, and, and really owning the authenticity of building that relationship. Mm -hmm. I say it's like it's like um, when people think, oh, I'm starting an Instagram account or I'm starting a Facebook page and I want to grow my followers to X amount of numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to know that online. It's literally a digital version of a relationship. So it's a little bit harder than face-to-face -face because people, they don't know you. They have no idea who you are. So they're already skeptical. They're already feeling some type of way. So you have to nurture and build a relationship. You're not going to go into a bar and say, hey, my name is Altamese and I'd love to marry you. Will you marry me? Like you will totally look weird. The same <laughs> thing goes with sales yeah. and it goes with selling your services. Mm -hmm. You have to nurture the relationship. They got to get to know you mm -hmm. and they're going to engage with you before they buy from you. So it's just, you know, it's just this idea that it's, it's a quick way to get results and really it's not it still takes time and you still got to put the work in yeah what what would be the difference between someone who's it takes them a really long time just because they don't know the right strategies and someone who's who knows the right strategies it still takes time um, but they're doing the right things and they get results quicker like what what are those right strategies what's important to do so that they go through the process of building the relationship connecting with their audience authentically um you know what what is that what's important there yeah consistency mm. consistency i have i have one client that posts every single day mm -hmm. and then i have another client that post once a week, both are consistent and both get the same exact results. Fine. So it's, it's consistency, whatever you are, mm -hmm. whatever you choose to do, do it and do it consistency. Just like in relationships, mm -hmm. we expect the people that we are friends with our, in our, our partners, our family, we expect consistency. Yeah. And when they are inconsistent, we then know they are consistent at being inconsistent. <laughs> so, you know, knowing that the consistency is the key, if you are going to post once about, you know, um, you know, your, your upcoming events, do it once a month on the same day mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then people will start to expect it. They'll start to, because it's a pattern. Yeah. And, and our brains recognize patterns. Mm -hmm. So it, they'll immediately say, oh, okay, that's a post from so-and-so in life. Oh, okay, yeah, I love this post. I, they start to look for them. Yeah. So the consistency over 
anything. That's the best thing you can have. Yeah, I love it. So being consistent is is really what will create that relationship in people's mind that I can trust this person. If if someone's not consistent, then it's like they're sporadic. Yep. I don't know what I can expect from them. It's it's like it it creates a disconnect. But if we're like I've seen this person. I know the subconscious mind knows that they're going to be there again next week or the next time at that specific time. That that really creates a stronger rapport so that they would be more willing to interact, engage, or even buy something from someone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then keep in mind, too, that the um, likes uh, and the followers, those are all vanity metrics. (laughs) Those are vanity metrics. Yep. And and here's why. When you have a business, please know, and I'm I'm going to give you guys a, a little tip here. Um, you should have a business profile if you have a business on any of the platforms. And the reason being is because the algorithms are completely different. Mm. Intentionally, the policies are completely different. Mm. If you are on your personal page, you adhere and you check the the, the box of fine print. That says something completely different than a business and it's intentional. So if you are bypassing these ways of making sure that you are honoring the policies in place, you put yourself at risk Mm. for being a target for being shut down. So you want to make sure you have that foundation in place properly Mm. and then honoring the algorithms that, that are in place and using them to your advantage. But then also on the flip side, your consumer has choice. They have free will. So, for example, for Facebook, you actually have fans and followers. Mm. Someone can totally be a fan of your page, but uncheck the updates. So they don't see your post, but they like your page. And then there's someone, there's often a place where people can say, oh, not really, really ready to like this page, but I'll follow the updates. So oftentimes those numbers are very, are they're different <laughs> and the followers are the ones who get your updates, not the people who are fans of the page. Wow. wow. Yeah. So it's just, you know, understanding the differences of that, right? Mm-hmm. Instagram is just, you know, they're just rolling out, hiding the likes mm-hmm. publicly. Mm-hmm. So that's still going to be, um, it's still going to be a, a metric. Mm-hmm. for admins, but it just won't be visible to everybody else. Wow. Um, that's to encourage creators and encourage anyone um, on the platform to really think about the substance of their content Yeah. and no longer look at the comparison of like, oh, well, this, this post got this many likes and this post didn't. So mm. that must mean people didn't like it. Not necessarily. Mm. I am the first to admit I'm a lurker. (laughs) I'm a proud lurker. (laughs) I see a lot of things and I don't say a word. I sit my tea and I just watch and I let my my thumb scroll. (laughs) So, you know, your audience, they may in fact see, relate, Mm. understand, say amen and just not tap that heart. I think that's, that's so important to know, especially as content creators is like, even though we might not see people's responses and the impact that we're having, if it's true to us, if it's our authentic yeah. voice and good, valuable yes. content, educational, inspiring, empowering, 
keep putting it out there because the right people will find it if if we're doing the right things like connecting with other people and you know being able because i think a lot of people also put out content with thinking that people will just come to it and that's it's one part to be consistent and to put out great content but if you're not using social media in a social way and going and connecting with other people and getting visible on other people's platforms then like nobody's going to find your stuff i mean it'll be more difficult it'll take longer yeah it'll take longer yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that's that's such a an interesting thing that a lot of people just think, "Oh, I'll just put out content." And cuz that's that's what they can see other people doing. You can easily see that other people put out tons of content, but what you don't see is the hours of time and energy that they invest into building relationships on the back end and on other people's profiles. Yes, and it is it is so possible and very real. Hmm. To have a post or a uh, a profile of someone who has thousands of followers, yet the impact is very little hmm. versus someone who only has a thousand, but yet, you know, over 50% of that 1000 is loyal. They're engaged. They get it. They understand. Hmm. Like there's a big difference, right? And you can't tell that difference just looking at someone's profile. You can't tell that difference. So that's why it's so important to just own your own lane. Don't compare because the comparison, it it can really destroy the confidence in, mm. in really going after your gift. Yeah. I love it, Altamese. And I want to like really, really dive deep into conversion because I think that's what a lot of people want is they want content and marketing that converts. So we heard consistency as a big part to like build that trust with people. What else would you say is really important to to market effectively and have have conversions, have people purchase our products and and services using social media? Yeah, absolutely. So I will this is a great opportunity to say your friends and family may not be your ideal audience. <laughs> and <laughs> And that's okay. You know, release them from the expectation that they must support you Mm. in this. If they don't, if they're not your audience, it's not the best thing Mm. for either party involved for them to do the support because it's not going to be consistent. Mm. It's not going to be impactful. It's it's literally going to be like, I'm purchasing this because I'm your mom or I'm purchasing this because I'm your friend. Mm. And you don't want that. So when you are thinking about conversion, got like Facebook advertising is awesome. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm an absolute fan uh-huh. because in their advertising, they have 2.1 billion people on this platform actively every single month. These 2.1 billion people worldwide, they update their statuses. They, when they get married, they change their, their status mm-hmm. when they move. We have interest. They're in groups, right? All of this is data that is collected. And now, you know, of course, protected. But we have information that we could use to say, Facebook, this is who I want to target. This is my audience. Can you help me get to them? Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, (laughs) this will probably make you laugh. But I have a client. Their budget is probably like 20 bucks. But they know their audience. They know their audience. With an advertising budget of $20, $20, they hit the nail on the head every single time with conversion. Every single time. Thousands of reach. Thousands of impressions. Conversions into the cart. Like, it's, it's, it's gold. But it's because they took the time to research and listen 
to their audience. Because sometimes mm-hmm. as the brand or the owner of the of whatever it is, yeah. we think it's one thing mm-hmm. and really it's another. And that's that's all about that relationship you were talking about. That's all about building something and listening as you build. So, you know, definitely advertising is huge. Mm-hmm. Take the time to invest, right? Take the time to invest. And um, this is a little bit off, but still very important. Delegation. Mm. So I'm saying a lot of this stuff yep. and people are like probably taking notes and yep. saying, yes, yep. we're going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. <laughs> But if this is not your suit, <laughs> if this is not the gift and your calling, it's okay to delegate to yes. say, you yeah. know what, I want to focus on my thing and I know I need help in this thing. And I would say even more than it's okay to delegate, like you have to delegate. Like it is yes. it is it is a mindset yes. that is like imperative, it's essential, it is like yes. mission critical because everyone who gets into business, entrepreneurship, you know, uh, being an influencer, whatever it might be, building a personal brand, we all have our own reasons. But I think the top of them are you want freedom, you want control, you want to make an impact. Like those are the biggest ones in my opinion. There there might be some other ones out there, but like I think that those are really big. Like you really want to serve more people, you want to impact people, and you want to create the life of your dreams and be able to do what you want when you want. So how do you do that? Well, it's not by you doing everything because if that's if that's you, you're going to be limited on your impact. You cannot possibly reach all the people you want to by yourself. If you want freedom, what do you think you're going to do if you're doing all the fulfillment you're the, the chief bottle bottle washer, cook, yeah. you know, like everything, you're doing it all, right? Everything. Like you are going to be just so burdened with everything that is in the business. And I think there's a time and a place to be willing to do all that stuff and to go out and do it because sometimes in entrepreneurship, especially in the beginning, you got to go do those things, right? And mm-hmm. as the journey goes on, you got to be willing to give that stuff away so that you can give up to go up, give up the responsibility mm-hmm. to someone who you trust, like Altamis, who can handle your marketing, your your PR, branding, all this great stuff, so that you can focus on what's most important to you, the vision, you know, building relationships, fulfillment of your services, products, whatever it might be. Uh, I think I just, I really wanted to hit that one home because that is, yeah. I, I'm personally like receiving it myself it's like even even me doing this 12-hour marathon like doing all the the pre-interview calls and the guest debriefings all that stuff it's great and what is going to take this message to the next level how can i how can i really do that and so it'd be having a team in place i have uh, audio and video editors who are doing the editing of the podcast and the video i have people who are helping me to get to that next level ultimate Yes, yes. And it's so, what you said is so true. Mm-hmm. So, so true. Like it's, it, it's freeing. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you started it for, you started your business. You st- you have this vision to help and serve others. But if you are so consumed with being in your business, mm. you can't work on it. Mm. So, the, you know, there's two sides, working in the business and working on the business. And, you know, I often ask myself, which side am I on today? Right. Like, am I working in my business today or am I working on it? And if we're not careful, we're always going to be in the business because there's always going to be things to do. But if you stay in your business, you can't you can't have it grow. It will become stagnant because you're not working on it. So that delegation allows you to not only serve but be able to create an environment where you can work on your build your business and continue to grow. Mm. 
Wow. I, I love it. With your book, I'm curious, what, what did you discover in the writing process of that? I know a lot of people want to write a book or have written a book. So tell us a little bit more about your journey with writing that book. So I realized, I don't know if there's anyone who can relate to me. I realized I was my own worst critic. Like I, I I procrastinated (laughs) so hard, man. Oh my gosh. It was like, that was the story of my life Mm -hmm. for a full year. Like, and I I knew how important it was to write, write it down. I knew how important it was to have a timeline, Mm -hmm. but I would procrastinate, miss the timeline, the deadline that I gave myself, beat myself up about it and start that process all over again. So it literally took me getting out of my own way. Mm. Like I I had to stop fighting my, like stop fearing, like being afraid. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, I was never afraid of failure. I'm afraid of the success. Mm. So I I had to move out of my own way. And when my daughter was born, I remember being on maternity leave and I said, you know what, if I don't finish this book now, it won't get done. Mm -hmm. So during, literally during my maternity leave, when she was sleeping, I was typing. I got it done. (laughs) It's okay. I got it done in like six weeks. And I I said, you know, now, now the work begins and I just kept pushing, but I had to get out of my own way. Mm -hmm. And I had to just say, you know what, if I have, this vision in my heart and it's here for a reason, just go Mm -hmm. and just do it. So with the, the book, like what did you want to accomplish it? Like accomplish with it. You had, you had your heart saying, I need to create this work of, of art, start building my legacy and really impact people in a deep way. What was your vision with, um, I think it's brandicity. Is that, was that what it's called? Yeah. What, what was your vision with it? Yeah, absolutely. So half of the book, is just talking about the foundation mm-hmm. of building those relationships, um, being the CEO of your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the power of, of the podium. I, I consider social platforms a yeah. podium, mm-hmm. right? And every single post, every single update, that's you talking in your microphone. Yeah. So make sure whatever you're saying, it's impactful, it's useful, it's, it's valuable, and it really represents the brand of you. And then the other half of the book is actually tips and tricks for the major platform. So I, I share everything about like the power of the pen because mm-hmm. Pinterest is like a different beast that is so amazing. <laughs> if you are e-commerce um, or if you are service-based, like mm-hmm. a pen could live six months to a year mm-hmm. One pen on Pinterest. And on Facebook, your posts lives maybe if you're lucky 90 minutes gone <laughs> like, if you're lucky and twitter tweets it's it's like 10 it's like 10 so like putting that into perspective it really kind of is like whoa like okay i'm literally investing so much time in this all of this but it, it, it helps you keep an idea of realistic expectations yeah of what you get out of what you do on the platform yeah. but you know, just giving the tips and tricks to small business owners to tell them like, Hey, this is what you do. And I, you know, even big brands struggle with Twitter and I love Twitter. (laughs) I love it because it's like, it's real time. 
So anything original content on that platform, it goes to die. It goes to die because it's not meant for you to speak at people. Mm. It's meant for you to converse with people. So if there's already a relevant conversation happening, the best way to become viral is to jump put yourself in yep. that conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like literally put yourself in that conversation and start talking to people and start engaging with people. And Chris, I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, joined in on a conversation on Twitter and landed a client of a PR opportunity or um had an opportunity myself through the platform. It's amazing. So like I just packaged all that stuff, all those goodies mm-hmm. into the book and the half the second half of the book so people could actually walk away with tips that mm-hmm. they could use. That's that's awesome. So you when did you publish the book? Was it last year? Yes. That's yep. Awesome. Published last year. And uh yeah, like I started in twenty sixteen though. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say all that, all that procrastinating. Yeah, You're like, let's get this right. Real. I was just like, uh, not today. Not today. <laughs> well, it's, it's, but yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for yes. it. And now I'm working on a poetry book. So I'm really pushing myself to not do the same thing. Mm. Right. Cause it's, it's so easy. You know, we're, we're, we're made out of patterns. Yeah. We're, our mind is yeah. that's subconscious. So you know, really being aware that I have that and I, I am a procrastinator when I'm afraid mm. and, and really checking myself and saying, okay, that's why you're feeling this. Get up and write. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, people like um, Brendan Burchard really, really inspire the heck out of me because he's written like a book every other year and you think yeah. he's written like five in the last 10 years or something like that. I'm like, dude, you are just a machine. And they're great books completely. Yeah. It feels like completely different topics and scopes, but like all to help people become, you know, the best version of themselves. And it's, it's like, man, that consistency that, that, that takes and just showing up and going at it, going at it. And I think it's, it's super powerful. So you launched your, your book last year and then tell us about like what it's like to work with you today, you know, as a one-on-one or group program, tell us a little bit more about that Altamis. Yeah, absolutely. So now I work with entrepreneurs and small business owners Mm -hmm. one-on-one, everything from um, just general consulting um, to actual assisting with like posting, scheduling. Um, and my heart is PR that my heart, that's my baby. You know, I, I was thrown social media, every, in every department. They're just like, give it all to me. We don't want it. Like <laughs> it was legitimately the case. They were like, oh, we can just, Altamese can do it. Altamese, do you want Twitter? I'm like, uh, sure. And they're like, give it to her. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but PR is all about relationships and that's mm. the DNA of me. Yeah. Um, so I love doing PR work for people, um, you know, being able to help them spread the word. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of times it's hard for us to brag on ourselves. Mm. So your publicist is there to brag on you <laughs> yeah. and just say how great you are and how much of an impact you're making. Because it's, it's so easy, like, you know, you don't really share all the stuff you're working on mm. when you're talking to somebody because you're you kind of like downplay it. You're like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm just writing a little book over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it is a big deal, like, it is a huge deal. And 
your words can change someone's life. Yeah. So, you know, I take, the, I love bragging on people. <laughs> I love that. And I think it's an art too, to be able to put what we've done or what we're working on into a succinct, super powerful, super compelling way for each audience that we want to talk to. Because the way that we might pitch it to CNN is probably mm-hmm. going to be totally different to the way we would pitch an article or something, opportunity, PR opportunity to Cartoon Network. Right. Like they're, they're going to be different oh, audiences, different benefits. Like it's going to be a different language that we're speaking. And you've done the work to say, hey, how are we going to speak to each individual while still highlighting who you are in your authentic voice? Yes. And it's so funny you said that. Like when I was at Turner, what, you know, a lot of people would, would have loved to work at those brands. Right. So, you know, they're always trying to get in. And the recruiters, you know, they would always tell me like, man, you have no idea how many people show up to an an adult swim interview in a three piece suit. (laughs) And like, (laughs) and like in, in the adult swim office, there are subwoofers in the, in the, in in the, in the offices, the lights are off. We had, we had like a dolphin on a pole swimming with a blow up doll. Like it's, (laughs) So you coming to this interview in a three-piece suit automatically takes you out the game. So it's so important to just understand, again, like your audience, knowing who you're talking to. Because, you know, if you go to them the wrong way, it could completely be like an adverse response that you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like that messaging, branding, marketing, yeah. all, all of that is related. How do we want to communicate who we are? Cause I think a yeah. lot of people know, Hey, I have, I have great value, have great guilt, great gifts, great skills, great things to give to the wor- world. But how do I communicate that? And how do I have people find out about it? And then how do they buy it from me? Cause that, that is, yeah. those are all like different areas that have to be in alignment for people to create success different, but, but like necessary and also conjoined, you know, they're like all together. And if they're not all aligned, then there's going to be problems in people's businesses. And something just popped in my head yeah. as you said that it's okay to not have all the answers mm. and it's okay to make, to be transparent about not having all the answers. Mm. Like platforms change all the time. So there have been times where, you know, clients have asked me, you know, hey, how do you do this or how do you do that? And I just, I will be honest and I'll be like, you know, I don't know the answer. Let me figure it out. Let me find out for you. So if you're still in that process of trying to find your way Mm. or find that thing that clicks, like it's okay to to have that transparent moment because I'm sure there's other people along the journey with you feeling the same exact way. And then that, literally that authenticity of you just being like, I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> and then other people are going to be like, me too. Let's figure it out together. And that's, that's the beauty of life, you know? Mm. Well, I think a lot of people struggle trying to look like they have it all together, um, you know, from from for too long, you know, versus yeah. to say, Hey, I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be a, a a journalist, so to speak, about my journey and share the authentic trials, tribulations, where I'm at. You know, and it's within reason. You don't just go putting all your dirty dirty laundry out there. Yeah. Like there's a, a a great. I think there's a 
it's a challenge to be vulnerable online, especially service, service-based business, building your own brand, being authentic in that way, while also keeping your professionalism and, and like yeah. keeping that, that, um, kind of prestige of, Hey, like we're, we're a quality brand. I'm a quality service provider to work with. I think that that can be a, a fine to dance definitely from, yeah, from my absolutely. personal experience. <laughs> and, and it requires wisdom. Mm. So, and I really believe that every single thing in our lives aligns in some way. And it's there to tell us mm. a lesson. It's yeah. there to give us a lesson. So like, I, when I think of that, I think of when we used to be in school mm-hmm. and we had a pop-up quiz and the teacher would give us a quiz and just put it on our, te- on our desk and say, you have 10 minutes to complete this. <laughs> and then during the test, you can't talk, yep. right? You're sitting there and you're trying to get the answers. And oftentimes after that pop-up quiz, you go over the answers yeah. that says, okay, here's what it is. Yep. In those moments when you are having life just happen, I tend to get quiet because I'm trying to, I'm taking that pop quiz. I'm taking that pop quiz. And that's my moment where I like, I have to figure this out without any outside opinions or interruptions. And then once I figure it out and I learn and I have that aha moment, then I, then I connect it with wisdom to say, Mm -hmm. okay, how can this help other people? Because every single thing that we've been through, it's not meant just to hurt us. Our pain is our power. So it's meant to help other people. Mm. Like there's no test that you've gone through that isn't meant to be a testimony to somebody else who's going through it. Dang, I love it. I love it, Ultimises. So powerful. Um, so I want to dive into the legacy that you want to leave the the rest of of the the world and and what we can be looking forward to from you over the next couple of years especially yeah absolutely so definitely more books mm-hmm. um i have this crazy desire to just continue to help entrepreneurs thrive um there's a there's a documentary on netflix called um i think he's like the black godfather or something like that. And this this guy who was in the entertainment industry behind the scenes for years and he, he knew everybody. And he was the he was like the person that everyone recommended to another celebrity or a colleague or anybody in the industry to say, "Hey, you need to talk to this guy." Mm. And I want to be like him. Mm. Like I want to be able to connect people to the other to other people who are right for them to where they can thrive and they can grow and they can learn from each other and like i i want to be the connector to all of that because that's how we're meant to be together all connected what what impact do you feel that will have on your family so i, I okay so there's this so my daughter her name is Ayana. And I actually, I I wanted to have a daughter named Ayana when I was like 17. Because my <laughs> my cousin, he had a girlfriend uh, who had a baby and she was just so graceful. And her name was Ayana. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, her name is so pretty. I want to name my baby that. So like when me and my husband met, I, I just threw, the, threw it out there. I was like, hey, I was like, 
what do you think about the name Ayana? And he's like, oh my God, I love it. It's amazing. I love it. So for years, we talked about Ayana, even before we were married, before she even existed. We talked about her. We talked about, you know, how it would be like when she's in college. She has a brother named Jeremiah who doesn't exist yet. Um, <laughs> like we literally visualize all of this, right? Yes. And when uh, we got pregnant and we were, we found out we were having a girl, we're like, yes, it's Ayana, it's Ayana. So at that point, it's really becoming real. So mm-hmm. I decided to look up her name mm-hmm. and the meaning of the name. And I found out that her name, Ayana with one N, is Hebrew. And it translates, he answers. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I really, I want to show her that she can do and be whatever she wants mm-hmm. in life. There's no limit aside from the limitations we put on ourselves. Mm. And and just letting her know, like, whether, you know, she wants to be a doctor, a lawyer, a biologist, a engineer, whatever, or start her own thing, whatever it is, she can do it. She can do it. And, you know, I, I want us to be able to just really shift the direction of my entire family. Like I, I have an idea that I've been sitting on for a while, a book called the catalyst Mm. because it, you know, and and the the funny thing is a lot of times when we say like, Oh, we want to change our families. We want to, we want to be that generation that does this. Right. That means we got to face demons that, that prior generations were unwilling to face. We got to go through it, right? And we got to make it to the other side of that nasty, ugly, brutal stuff, yep. right? Yep. And that means telling our truth. That means being vulnerable enough to share that truth, right? And I really think that my husband and I are just, I'm proud of us. We're like, we're really blowing that out of the water as hard and as difficult as it is because mm-hmm. it hurts. It sucks to realize that there are things that, whether it was in secret or people just were oblivious. They didn't know, right? So now it's like saying, okay, how can we make our family better? And then not only just our family, anybody that we touch. And that's our goal. That's the legacy, man. I love it. You, you're just so out to be a great person, a great human being, and to inspire your daughter to do that as well and to, to really help others be great human beings as well. I think it's a, a really beautiful aspiration commitment. I know you're going to do it. I know you are doing it. I know you're, you're creating that because you're such a powerhouse all to me. So uh, I want to tell our audience how they can stay connected with you, how they, how they can get involved with you. What are the next steps that they can take on their journey with you? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely if you want to reach out to me, my website is altamisenicole.com. Um, you know, find me on any of the platforms, Altamise Nicole. <laughs> that branding is consistent, man. <laughs> and it's really easy because like no one has the name Altamise. Well, actually someone does has the name Altamise, but not Altamise Nicole with an H. <laughs> mm, 
Man, I love it. So the website again is Altamese Nicole, and you spell that A L T I M E S E N I C H O L E dot com. Just to make sure that everyone knows how to spell that. And Altamese, it's been a, a blast having you here, and just who you are, how you show up is is incredible. And I want to drive this interview home because I think we got room for just another big impact, another takeaway, another another value bomb, delicious goodness, yummy goodness. Let's bring it home, Altamese. What do you want people to know and, and live from this interview? Yes, yes. So be authentic to you, whatever it is. And oftentimes we shy away from the things that we consider as bad when really there's no, there, that's not true. Mm. <laughs> that everything about you is good. Everything about you is intentional Everything about you is on purpose. The quirks about you is actually what's going to set you apart from everybody else. Own the hell out of it. Own it. Embrace it. And accept all that comes with your journey. Don't deny any of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the unsure, all of it. Because it's all creating this amazing, beautiful picture that will be shown to someone else in a moment of despair when they really, really, really need it. So just be authentic to that, own that. And, you know, I, I applaud you. I really applaud you for going through your process. I applaud you for doing your homework, doing your work on yourself and just keep going. And Chris, I want to tell you again, thank you for this amazing opportunity. Thank you for creating such a wonderful platform. You have an amazing voice. You have the ability to change lives. Sir, you have a greatness ahead of you and you're already great now. So can that, like, that's like mind blowing, <laughs> right? Like when you think about like where you are now and like, 10 years from now, dude, you are going to change a generation. So I just want to thank you for just having a vision of this, right? You're doing it and you're living it and you're giving other people the ability to believe that they can too. So thank you. Thank you, Altamese. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's keep it... <laughs> You're welcome. Fired up. I so appreciate you. Keep shining. And uh, I'm so looking forward to impacting more lives together. I know this is just the beginning for us. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You have an amazing rest of your day, okay? All right. You too. And thank you so much. See you soon. All right. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. 
Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>